I'm going to invite all of those uh, participants, youth, youth leaders, adult helpers, volunteers, anyone who was a part of National Youth Gathering that wants to come up, have a seat. There's some chairs up here. You guys can make your way front and center in front of everybody. They can all see your lovely shining faces. So, first thing that we are going to do for everybody who is here and, uh, and watching is uh, we're going to have you guys introduce yourself. So I'd like you to introduce yourself and say what your role was, right? So who you are and then youth, youth leader, IBOD, committee, volunteer, whatever it might be. All right, so they can all know who you are. I'm Will. I was a youth leader on this last retreat. I'm Benjamin. I was a youth. Uh, I'm Tanner, and I was a youth. I'm Nathan. Um, I was on the committee, and I s attended the NYG as uh, IBOD. I'm Calista, and I went as a youth. Okay, so there are a number of people represented um, here in in this group. So, so there's three of them who attended it as youth one youth leader and one who was uh, serving on the committee um, as, a, as a volunteer. And so originally Nathan actually was supposed to be a youth representative um, on the committee, but we actually delayed the National Youth Gathering a year. And so by the time it got around, he actually was no longer a youth. So even though we had kind of pegged him as youth representative, he ended up being a little bit of a more of a, a young adult representative um, because we wanted to have some youth representation on the committee because we don't want all of these, you know, much older people making all the decisions for youth and not have them have a voice. So uh, Nathan was that voice um, for us these last three years or so. Uh, there are a number of people uh, also within the, the Congregation of Peace um, that helped out for the National Youth Gathering as well. So um, the number of members of the praise band, so Lisa's here in our midst today. Um, she was there serving as uh, praise band, was um, the music leaders for the youth gathering. Maddie, um, who's in the back, was on the committee as well, um, doing all the, the technical, the audiovisual stuff as she does here as well. Um, and then there's a number of others who are not here in our midst that were a part of the youth gathering as well. So, um, first question is, uh, what was the national youth gathering like? So, for everybody who's sitting here who maybe has no clue what a national youth gathering is, right, what do you actually do at a national youth gathering? So, like, tell me, what are the things that happened there, you know, for all of those days that you were there? Do you want a summary? Sure. Um, so um, one thing we did is we had sort of main sessions. So we had our main session speaker, Eric, who kind of, if you see on the image there, we had kind of had a stage. And mornings and evenings we would sort of meet for worship and uh, the, the gospel and the, the message of the, the NYG. Um, it's kind of like a whole bunch of like church services, like Nathan said, every morning and evening. And then it was also like a joining of all the youth, uh, so you could make some Christian friends. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, 
there was like main overall meetings, uh, like Nathan said, uh, and then there were some events scattered in. So we got to walk around the zoo in 35 degree weather <laughs> for quite a while. Um, yeah, that was that was moist. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's other like. Um, They'll do activities with the people we've met from other churches and stuff, and then in between, like the main sessions where everybody meets together, they'll also have like kind of seminar speakers on their, uh, various topics that are kind of experts relating Lutheranism to those things. We would call those breakout sessions. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so you guys had the opportunity to go to these different breakout sessions. Would any of you like to talk about any of those breakout sessions that maybe you went to? Uh, one that I went to that was fairly relevant um, with, uh, I shouldn't say that it was fairly relevant. They were all relevant, but one is like um, very, um, I would say more controversial um, to topics that are kind of being brought up today, and that was surrounding where the church stands on gender identity. And so like they mentioned that some people um, who have these issues uh, believe that the church hates them and thinks they will burn in hell and there's no redemption and anything like that. And I kind of just gave a different perspective from someone who's met with these people, who's worked with them in the past. Um, so I thought that was controversial but very relevant to what is happening in the world today, right? And so as much as we are not of the world, we do want to evangelize to those who are of the world, and hopefully they can become in, not of, as Lutheranism intends to be. Uh, yeah, I went to a uh, breakout room that was a group that was uh, basically uh, talking about cancellations on the internet and how even though you can stand up for your opinion on the internet, you can still get canceled. And basically that this is, again, similar to that other one. Uh, the world pressuring you to change to their identity, not uh, Lutheranism's like core values. So uh, I thought that was quite helpful. It was uh, done by Pastor Peter from Regina, yeah, or Saskatoon. I don't know. Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah. and he was yeah. Uh, he did a he did a very good job at uh, like analyzing it. Um, my favorite breakout was talking about uh, scientific events because. Normally, we in the church don't really talk about that, and I thought it was very interesting because it's like something uh, not many people know about, and like uh, have a challenge uh, discussing with normal people whenever they ask us, like, "What about the ice age and stuff?" And sometimes it's hard to have an answer. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, the one breakout session I went to that hasn't been covered so far was uh, by Lisa Jackson, and it was called uh, "Young Missionaries in the Bible." So we went over some, some Bible stories and some examples of people who are spreading the word of God who weren't necessarily elders in the church and kind of uh, building on the importance that you can help out even though you may be young or you may be a young adult or maybe even a youth. So I thought that was pretty uh, relevant to, I mean, the NYG. Um, I went to a worry and anxiety one, which is pretty relevant for me. And I really thought it just like, helped explain how God feels about it and that it just explains what you're feeling and that it's not 100% wrong. Um, anything else that happens at the NYG that maybe you didn't cover that you can think about? 
Yeah, there's also some late night options, um, sort of like some free time for the youth to hang out, meet other youth, and uh, relax a bit, I guess. But yeah. Or burn some of that energy that they all have. There was, a, yes, part of those late night options, there was a, there was a trivia night as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's also a servant event. And so there are some pictures that, uh, that are scrolling that you guys can see. Do you want to speak to your servant event at all? Uh, I was originally on tree planting, and then the, because there was like a thunderstorm the night before, the trees didn't get delivered, so I got switched to garbage cleanup. And then during garbage cleanup, we were by the hospital, by the university, and there was a, uh, a contraband item uh, behind a, that was found, so we had to switch to weeding instead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so the, commun the community garden at the University of, of Manitoba um, is, a, is a garden that feeds 300 um, immigrant families. So there was a lot of work to be done in this um, massive garden, in case you've never seen it. It's um, off of Pembina. So, yeah. Yeah, huge garden makes my yard look manageable. It was really, yeah, um, a lot of weeding to be done. But we got a few rows. I mean, it helped that a whole bunch of other events kind of got consolidated into that one for various reasons. Uh, how, um, how did you find the number of people that were there? So how, do you know how many people were there at this gathering? I mean, you guys can see some of the pictures. You want youth or what? Total. 125? More? There's more than that. It was, it was close to 150, right? So that was around, uh, around 90 youth from all across Canada, um, and then around 25 or so of youth leaders, and then 25 sort of other volunteers or committee members and all that, um, and a few other people as well. So, um, Your overall impression of, of the National Youth Gathering, kind of what was, what was one of your bigger takeaways, what, or what had the most impact on you? Um, besides, like, the main theme, which... We'll get there in a moment. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, the biggest takeaway for me, probably, or the thing I was impressed upon the most is just being able to meet other youth and connect with people who also are uh, in the world, uh, but not of the world. And um, most of the people you're going to meet in school or through social events aren't going to be Christian and won't share the faith with you. So I really enjoy the ability to meet other youth from across Canada who, who you can bond with in that way. Um. Oh yeah, um, I most enjoyed um, just, yes, meeting other people, but like also bonding with everyone who went from our own youth and getting the opportunity to learn more about God with them and grow our faith. Um, probably being able to talk to other Christians and getting their opinions on like reading the Bible. And another thing that was very impactful is just seeing the sheer number of people like Normally when you go to school, everyone around you is like not a Christian. So when you go to these, and you're surrounded by 150 people that are all Christians. It's just a really good feeling. Uh, yeah, pretty much all said. I'll just summarize it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, basically the feeling that uh, you're not really alone in your values. Like across the country, sure, you know that there's a core group of people here, but like overall across the board that there's, it's, it's spread out, which is, it's good, yeah, hopeful. All good points. Um, 
Yeah, it was it was good. Um, kind of like I'd been to a few of these events before, so there were a few people that I had reconnected with from um, prior youth gatherings before the last two years happened, and then uh, also like meeting this group. I know they're not all here today, but um, I'd kind of met the the younger Vaughns a little bit. Hadn't really spent much time with you guys though, because you weren't in youth when I was in youth, right? I spent time with Nathan, and I mean, I don't have a choice with him, so. Um, we, uh, yeah, it was good getting to know everybody uh, from my own church uh, as well because, yeah, I hadn't really um, seen, there, there weren't really that many events over the last couple of years, so. So even though, um, obviously, with the, even within our church community here, you know, we are all part of one body. We're all connected. Um, we're, we're a part of the body. And then we see sort of even in the, the greater church that that's, it's, it's almost like a, another body as well. It's, it's this larger body um, of, made up of all of these other churches and congregations. And so when you get together, you get to see that you are all connected. You're all part of that same body as well. So, yeah. All right, tell me about the theme. Do you know, you know what verse it comes from? Very good. Uh, Philippians 3.20 for sure. Uh, yeah. uh, so what, tell, me, tell me about, uh, about the theme, how you thought of the theme, how you connected with it. Uh, well, I thought Pastor Eric did a very good job at basically connecting the theme through all the, through all the uh, sessions. Uh, he, did, he did something where he basically put it through like different movies from his childhood. And then he, at the last one that grouped it all together was talked about musicals and uh, I'd, uh, I've, I've some mixed feelings about musicals to say the least um, but he basically said that uh, he compared Christians to musicals because uh, it's, I know it's weird to say initially but uh, he said people dislike musicals because they think uh, no one acts like that in real life no one just breaks out into song and dance uh, and uh, basically people dislike what he said was People dislike Christians, or they can kind of be against Christians because they think, well, no one's actually like that in real life. So when they actually meet someone like that, they're kind of almost envious, I would say, that they have that core group of values. So that was, that was the main one that I thought did a good job at grouping it all together. I just like the overall message because I thought it was very relevant, uh, being in the world and not of... Um, Especially like when you go to school and everyone around you is doing certain things and it's not with your Christian values and to remind us that we are supposed to live godly lives and not follow what they do. Um, the most important point that I kind of took away was we're in the world, not of the world, but we are sent into the world and we are called to live a godly life and to share the world or the word of God and the good news of Jesus dying on the cross so that hopefully more can become uh, not of the world and uh, have uh, eternal life with us in heaven. So I thought that was a key point that maybe isn't really summarized in the title, but was a big part of the, the main sessions. Um, what they said. Um, and <laughs> um, I also, in Pastor Eric's sermons, yes, he used like movies and he used the new one called Encanto, was one of his in like Superman. And I really liked that because like they have powers that they're different from everybody else, but they can use those to help and teach other people, kind of like how Christians, we can teach other people our faith, even though we're not like them. 
Yeah, and um, so, so Pastor Eric Moffat was the main speaker of, of these five main sessions that they're referring to. And um, so he's pastor at Foothills Lutheran Church in Calgary, Alberta. And so he was the, he was the main speaker for this one. And um, he kind of came up with the idea of in, not of. But as, as Nathan was saying, um, what you, when you look through God's word, you, you don't actually see this idea of in, not of in one specific verse. But what you do see in God's word is that you see um, that we are not of the world, and that we are sent into the world. So that's, that's what Nathan is referring to, so that, that we're actually, so we're, we're not of the world, and we're sent into the world. And so, yeah, we as um, God's children, we are there to, to shine the light of Christ in the lives of all of these other people. Uh, it's good. Now, when you think about um, some of those sessions and stuff that were talked about, and you've kind of mentioned a little bit about some of those things that stood up to you as well, um, there were obviously some, some Bible stories that kind of came into play that connected with the theme in not of, maybe even heard one of those stories in the Old Testament reading for today. Um, would any of you care to speak to the connection with some of the Bible stories that we see in God's Word and, and living in the world but not of the world? The only one I remember is uh, Shackrack and Benny, which is one we did today. Um, so yeah, uh, Meshach, uh, Abednego, and Shadrach. Okay. Um, I think I mean, that even ties to some of the breakout sessions of not being afraid of being canceled and kind of standing in your faith and uh, planting your feet on what you believe. And that also connects to uh, being in the world but not of the world. If you look at those three guys, they clearly were in the world. Uh, the people around them were told to bow down and worship the golden statue of King Nebuchadnezzar, but uh, they served a different god, our god, and uh, they were saved from the fire. So I think that uh, ties to our lives as well. Uh, I had, uh, when we went into a Bible study, my uh, like pastor kind of went off. Not Pastor Glenn, another one. <laughs> he started, he was, uh, at the end he made a comparison to, uh, it wasn't actually supposed to be compared, but uh, Noah and the Ark, and uh, that was kind of stuck out because everyone always gets like the overall message, like what happened with Noah and the Ark. But uh, like the underlying theme is that uh, he was completely made fun of by those around him because he was following what God had told him, and that is really just completely missed most of the time. So he's uh, he's basically like, how would you? Th what would you think if your neighbor just started building a massive boat in his yard? Like, <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it was uh, so that was uh, quite interesting because it was kind of just his own personal like spin on things, uh, and it added kind of a uniqueness to like the group that I was in for Bible study. This is going to sound really like hippy-dippy to kind of summarize it like this, but with the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it kind of goes to if you are a Christian, you can be who you are. It will, um, well, in their case, it did work out. And whether they were saved from the furnace or whether they were put into eternity with God, it did, it would have worked out. Um, so they were themselves in their faith and it all ironed out for them. 
Yeah, cer certainly when you think about some of these stories, so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, as, as you've heard, um, we would have heard about Daniel and the lion's den too, right? So you're sort of standing up for, for your, your faith, for what you believe in, and going against, right? So the king at that time or um, whatever that might be. And, and then, of course, we, we see later on in the New Testament, we'll see people standing up for their faith and ultimately being you know, persecuted and killed um, for their faith as well. And that's, that's obviously part of living in the world, but not of the world. One of the things they haven't mentioned yet, which, you know, is, would be part of it too that Pastor Eric would have talked about, is that, um, you know, even, even amidst that us, us living in the world, but not of the world, sometimes we do live of the world, and sometimes we do sin, and we are just like everybody else in the world, and, and we stumble and fall, and we mess up because we're all sinners too. Um, but that doesn't mean that we still aren't called to be set apart, that, that, um, that God hasn't chosen us in baptism to be his dearly loved children just because we've sinned, right? And that's why we have Jesus who comes, who lives in the world but not of the world, and ultimately dies because he was different. He was set apart, but it was all part of God's plan. Um, and so when we think about, obviously, Jesus too, he's the one who sends us into the world. He's the one who gives us the Holy Spirit. He's the one who calls us to repentance, brings us back as his lost sheep, as you've heard about in these last few weeks, right? Jesus is that good shepherd that searches after the lost sheep. So when we are living of the world. And like everybody else, he brings us back in repentance to him to give us his forgiveness. And ultimately, we receive that forgiveness of sins because of his death and resurrection. And then he's given us his Holy Spirit to give us the gift of faith and sending us into the world to be that, that light in the darkness. So uh, anything else you'd like to share that maybe we've missed on this National Youth Gathering? Overall, I think it was a really good time. I mean, despite the crushing heat, um, it was it was fun. Like the uh, events we did were fun. Um, uh, we had kind of a I would I shouldn't say a small group, but the group was smaller than events that I had gone to in the past. So you kind of got to know people a little bit better. Uh, you you know see someone and then you'd be able to like see them again in a couple hours which is different because it's not always like that so uh it was easier to meet people and make connections and yeah just um the uh theme really hit home with um the way the world is today especially because it is pretty far from what we strive for as lutherans and christians in general um so yeah just kind of staying strong in your faith uh, you are in the world, not of the world, but and you want to um, kind of reach out and help others also be in not of as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you kind of did. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, uh, just an extra add-on, appreciate air conditioning. That's, that's it. <laughs> They stayed in dorms on campus that did not have air conditioning. That's... I know, I stayed with you guys. I stayed with you guys. Um, overall, it was really fun, and it was really nice to make friends with a whole bunch of people across the country. Um, one thing we all added on was uh, low numbers, and at first when you're planning it, it's kind of disappointing to see that maybe we got half the numbers as we used to, but I think it kind of turned out well. Um, a smaller group means we can connect with more people, it made things, I think, just a bit easier to manage, and uh, I think there was definitely some benefits of having a smaller group. And also, I think, when we were planning it as well, COVID was kind of a big uh, concern of whether or not we, were, we would even have it in the first place. So the fact that it worked out 
I mean, pretty flawlessly. I mean, some hitches, but that we were able to uh, have it in the first place uh, was a huge success. So. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, don't really have that much else to say. All right. Let's give these guys a round of applause. We will, uh, at the end of the service, we'll invite them to, to greet you guys in the back on, as you head on your way out. But you guys can go ahead and make your way back to your seats. Um, and as they're putting their chairs away, I, I just want to say, uh, you know, thank these guys for coming up here and speaking a little bit, but, but also thank you as a congregation because um, you have supported them in order to go to this National Youth Gathering. Um, so you've supported them with your prayers. Um, you have also supported them uh, with your finances as well because they, they do do fundraisers um, every year. So um, the yearly one that they've been doing for years and years is the, um, the plant sale, um, which usually is, is in the month of May. And obviously the orders are all up before that, so you'll be looking forward to that you know next year um, and then we have done other you know fundraisers in the past that um, that help to send them to these youth gatherings um, where, where as you can see um, there's a lot that's that that's done and that happens and so it is um, it is really important um, in the life of the church in the life of their lives um, to to have the opportunity to go to things like this and so we uh, certainly give that encouragement to everybody to come um, and we'll continue to 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 do that and serve um, serve the people um, here in our midst serve all of you and and connect with all people across Canada as well.